Merry Christmas, everybody. Pastor Tim Carscadden here, Christian Center Street Board. Doing our special holiday podcast. So glad you're with us today. I pray if you're listening on this day, you took a few minutes to step out and hear this great testimony. I found a testimony of a Christmas Day miracle during World War II. Christmas. We just pray you're having a wonderful time with your family. It is the 25th day of December 2023. I'm with my family here in North Carolina and I found this amazing testimony or story from World War II in the Battle of the Bulge of two soldiers or multiple soldiers, both German and American, who were put together on Christmas. And let's hear this miracle story of what happened that day. I have to share this Christmas story from the Battle of Hurricane Forest in 1944. I've titled this video The Christmas Miracle because it really is one of the most amazing stories from World War II. In fact, we recently did a short on it, link in the description box below, but I think it requires a longer video. It's just that interesting. It's so fascinating, in fact, that Lifetime actually did a movie on it, and it was an episode of the TV show Unsolved Mysteries in the 90s, if you can believe that. And yet somehow it still remains pretty unknown. Look, we certainly didn't know about it and our videos have received over 100,000 comments and not a single one of you mentioned it either, which is unusual because we get suggestions all the time from our viewers on videos that we should do. But we never heard a peep on this one, go figure. So let me set this one up. We have to go back to the winter of 1944 and the Hurricane Forest which sits along the Belgium and German border. There was actually a series of battles there beginning in September through January of 45, the Battle of Hurricane Forest as it became known. And it's considered to be the longest single battle the US Army has ever fought. Prior to this video, I would never have guessed that. I think this battle gets overlooked because most of the attention is focused on the nearby Battle of the Bulge, which was the last major German offensive of the war and one of the costliest battles in American history. So it's Christmas Eve, 1944, and a mother and her 12-year-old son are preparing a modest dinner in their very remote cabin in the Hurricane Forest. Elizabeth and Fritz Winknen are their names. It's a brutally cold and blustery evening, and they hear a knock on the door, which had to be pretty unusual given how remote their cabin is. They naturally approach the door with apprehension. Unexpected knocks on the door during a war is probably never a good thing. So Elizabeth opens the door and standing in front of her are two American soldiers and a third lying in the snow bleeding badly. Now, Elizabeth doesn't really speak much English. They don't speak German, 
but one of the Americans knows a little French and so does she. And so they ask for shelter and some bandages for their fallen buddy. Elizabeth decides to let them in, even though she knows that it's a crime punishable by death to shelter an enemy soldier. Now that is a pretty gutsy move. And then she quickly takes action. Elizabeth begins tearing up some bed sheets to make bandages for the bleeding soldier who's fading in and out of consciousness. She tells the other soldiers to help her son in preparing some more food. So they've been at it for no more than 20 minutes when there's a second knock on the door. Elizabeth answers the door assuming it's more American soldiers and she's stunned and mortified to see three German soldiers standing in front of her. She quick-wittedly steps outside and slams the door behind her. Turns out the soldiers are lost, they're freezing, and they're starving, and they ask for shelter, which wasn't unusual for Germans to do back then. At this point, I'm guessing that she is scared out of her mind. I know I would be. But somehow she has the nerve and the moxie to actually cut a deal with them. She tells them, look, you can come inside, but you gotta leave your weapons outside because we have some guests inside that you're not gonna like. This is what she tells them. Now keep in mind, they could simply take the house over if they want to, arrest her, and take the American prisoners. But they actually agree to it. She then goes inside and explains the situation to the American soldiers, who had to be completely shocked and nervous beyond belief at this point. She asks for the guns and she says she's gonna put them outside. And they agree to it, amazingly. So I can only imagine the look of amazement on the faces of these soldiers as they come face to face with each other inside this small cabin, deep in the hurricane forest, on Christmas Eve, no less. All six of these soldiers have seen some of the toughest fighting of World War II. They're in the middle of the Battle of Bulge, mind you, and now they're gonna break bread with each other on Christmas Eve. I mean, that is truly amazing. And that's exactly what they do. One of the German soldiers is actually a medical student and he begins tending to the wounded American soldier and actually saves his life. The son scrounges up some more food and the soldiers begin helping him cook. It's almost hard to believe, but this story has been verified by multiple participants, including the son Fritz, who would later recount it in great detail. More on that in a second. So here's my favorite part. It actually gets better, believe it or not. After they've enjoyed this meal of chicken and potatoes, probably the best meal they've had in months, by the way, they go, all go outside and they stare up at the beautiful starry sky and they just take it all in. Not a lot is said other than a few words in French, but here are six soldiers just looking up at the heavens, lost in their own thoughts in the middle of the Battle of the Bulge. I just find that amazing. Now here's the second best part. It's a tiny cabin, and so all six men sleep on the floor, practically on top of each other into Christmas morning. Three Germans, three Americans, in the middle of nowhere, during the most brutal fighting on the Western Front, having what amounted to be a teenage slumber party. It's hard not to smile at picturing all this. And here's the third best part. The following morning, they share Christmas breakfast. The German medic looks in on his American patient, and they gather their belongings to head their separate ways. The Americans are still lost, mind you. They don't know how to get back to their unit. One of the German soldiers does the unthinkable 
and actually gives his map and his compass to the Americans and shows them the best route back to their unit. One of the Americans looks at the map and asks if it would be quicker for them to head through the nearby town of Monchal, which the Americans control. The German soldier says no. The Germans have retaken that town, and if you go through it, you'll likely get killed. That information saves their lives. With that, they shake hands and part their ways back to the war. So there's a bunch of interesting footnotes to this story. 12-year-old Fritz and Elizabeth would survive the war. She would eventually pass away in the 1960s. Fritz got married and actually moved to Hawaii. He told the story to Reader's Digest in the 1970s, and Ronald Reagan actually mentioned it during his speech in West Germany in 1985, that famous speech at Bitburg. For years, Fritz tried to locate the American soldiers, but to no avail. That is, until 1995, when the TV show Unsolved Mysteries actually did a segment on it. And sure enough, one of the Americans, 76-year-old Ralph Blank, was watching the episode. Producers were amazed, but a little skeptical. They asked Ralph, hey, prove that you were there. I still have the compass and the map that the Germans gave me, was his response. That's pretty good proof. He and Fritz reunited and enjoyed some chicken and potatoes, their Christmas meal from 52 years prior. You know, there's an excellent made-for-TV movie on this called Silent Night, which came out in 2002, starring Linda Hamilton of Terminator fame. It's not totally historically accurate, but it's close enough, and it's really well done. It's worth a watch. And special thanks to Camel Milner Films for allowing us to use these clips from their YouTube movie, A Respite at Christmas. It's a fantastic short movie. Definitely check it out. A link in the description box below. Fritz passed away in 2001, but shortly before his death he wrote, Many years have gone by, but the memories of that night have never left me. The inner strength of a single woman who, by her wits and intuition, prevented potential bloodshed, taught me the practical meaning of the words, goodwill towards mankind. I remember mother and those six soldiers who met as enemies and parted as friends, right in the middle of the Battle of the Bulge. An amazing Christmas miracle indeed. Until next time, I'm Nick Ragone. You know, as I heard that story, I think of all the different ways the Lord tries to put man together and experience his love and his compassion for mankind. In Psalms 24, it says, The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, and all those that dwell therein. And I have to remind myself of that when we see evil and we see enemies of our nations and enemies of one another. You got to remember, soldiers are, you know, they're commissioned, they're conscripted to be a part of what their nation is doing. And obviously, these soldiers during those days believed in what their nations were doing. Not always. There were some soldiers that were conscripted and didn't want to be, but didn't have a choice. And, or they were brainwashed into believing whatever. Uh, Bob Jones, a great prophet, was once asked, uh, is there any wars that are justified by the Lord in modern times? Not talking about biblical times. And he did say the Lord said that World War One and Two were necessities to bring about righteousness and justice in the earth. And this was one of those wars. 
that was just unjust with the with the plans of uh, Hitler and the Nazis and what they were doing and also the Russians and what they were doing. It was just horrendous what was going on in the earth. And God has these stories like this. You know, it had been a greater story, I think, that they talked about their salvation, obviously, but it's a picture of God wanting to put man together and learn to love one another. And what a great story. As we celebrate this day, I just want to send a blessing to you. And I'm not here to talk about the controversy of this holiday because it's controversial with a lot of people. But I just want to remember the goodness of God. The earth is the Lord's, the fullness of it. Everything that God created for his purposes, he did it with us in mind. Well, how can you say that, Pastor Tim? Well, because Psalms 139 says his thoughts for us are so numerous, no one can count them. we got to remind ourselves that the Lord thinks about us at all times. I think in a story like this, the Lord was trying to put men together to experience what true love is. Uh, during World War II, many of the soldiers, uh, German especially, would have been in the, the church. They would have been in part of the Lutheran church or some type of church. They would have heard the gospel. They had chaplains everywhere sharing the gospel. And to see that miracle uh, just has to make them realize that God is for them and not against them. And not so much for them and against their enemy, but for himself. I think that's what happens in war sometimes when you have both sides praying to God for strength. Uh, whose side has God on? He is on his own. And on this Christmas holiday, uh, I just want to bless you. I want to bless you from my family and our ministry, Christian Sinners Report. You have been such a blessing to us um, that God has just, just given us so much goodness and greatness uh, from his love in this last year. And I can't thank you enough for being a part of that. As we move into this next season, I think we should prepare our hearts for the many things that will happen, but never forget that this is all the Lord's, the earth is, and everybody that dwells therein. And his heart and his will is for all to come to salvation. We must recognize that. He's not willing that any should perish. That's not his will. We realize some will, but that's their choice, but it's not his will. And we should have that same will. We should will that none should perish, but all should come to salvation, even when they're doing evil, that God would turn their hearts to good. That would be our prayer. And let God guide us through that. So as you're with your family, if you're listening this day, you may have snuck away from your family for whatever reason. Bless you. And I want to bless you with heaven's blessings today and strengthen you for the coming season ahead. Father, I thank you for this story of your great mercy and your great love that you have for humanity. And the Lord, you're not willing that any should perish, but all should come to salvation. We pray for our family members that are not serving you, that they would find a way back to you, Lord, that they would serve you with all their heart, or that they would not miss what you have for them. And I pray a blessing on each family today, on this special day. We thank you for that today. In the name of Jesus, amen and amen. Well, God bless you, and Merry Christmas, and have a great, great day. See you tomorrow. Well, thanks for listening today and each and every day. We're almost at the end of the year, so we want to thank you for helping us all year long with your giving and your support, listening to us, sharing this with your friends. It's such a blessing to us. Don't forget, you can give at the end of the year. We'll send out tax 
donation notices. Um, if you'll give at this time, just put on their podcast or you can put pipeline, you can put Christian center, whatever you like on your, your offering, but we're so grateful that it helps us keep this ministry going. Go to our website, christiancentersreport.com, or you can do it on our app. There's a give button there as well. God bless you. We'll see you tomorrow.